You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Through the Holy Spirit, ordinary believers can work extraordinary miracles. No more in week four of Behind the Scene. I will introduce my family first. This is my wife, and she's uh, 20 years younger than me. No, she's older than Shirley, actually, but because I'm taking care of her. So she looks very, very young. So this is my son, Kevin. Yes, he looks like Filipino, very Filipino. And my daughter, Karina. Yeah, it's only two, one wife, two children. Okay. I've been ministering for 24 years as pastors in our church in Surabaya. So. In Indonesia, in, in Indonesian, we pre- I, I usually preach in Indonesian. So, but you have Taklish, Tagalog English here, and this morning I will preach in Indonesian English. So. <laughs> because uh, we talk about the Holy Spirit, so if you don't understand my English, so I, I just pray that. Um, the gift of interpretation. As long as God knows my heart, it's okay. So, so. Then the good thing is that if I preach in English, I, I speak slower than usually. So, and I preach in Indonesian, I speak then thinking. But if I preach in English, I think first then I'm speaking. So I will think first and speak slowly so that you can understand what I mean. So. Let's go to the text, the Acts chapter 19, verse 11, the extraordinary. Let me read it for you. Now God works unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchief and or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the disease left them, and the evil spirit went out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preached. And also there were seven sons of Sceva, Jewish uh, chief priests, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know. But who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. Verse 17, This became known both to the old Jews and the Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. And many who had believed came confessing and telling their deeds. Also many of those who had practiced magics brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. Verse 20, let's read it together. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Actually, if we read uh, in the books of Acts, actually it's not the Acts of the Apostle Paul. Actually, it's the act of the Holy Spirit through the Apostle. It is the story of the 
the action of the Holy Spirit. You cannot separate the church and the work of the Holy Spirit. Because if you separate the works of the Holy Spirit and the church, then the church will die. The church become nothing with the work of the Holy Spirit. The church will become the, just like a social club without the work of the Holy Spirit. But nowadays, people also concentrate and focusing about the ABC of the church. I call it the ABC. A stands for the attendance. You think if the church has a lot of attendance, that's, that's a good church. And B stands for the building. If the church has a lot of buildings, you think even that this is far better than the other church. And C stands for cash. This, I call it the ABC of the church. A lot of cash is a better church. No. If you have the, all the attendance, the buildings, the cash, and without the Holy Spirit, the, the work of the Holy Spirit, the church will become nothing. I remember when the Acts chapter 3 and verse 6, one day Paul, uh, Peter and John was, uh, went to the temple to pray this in, in the morning. So they saw a beggar, this lame beggar, just expecting something, expecting money from, from Peter and John. And when Peter saw that, that beggar, you remember what Peter said to the, to the beggar? And Peter said, the silver and gold have I none. I don't have silver and gold. But what I have, I have the Holy Spirit. I will give it to you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And suddenly miracles happen. And then that paralyzed man, that the lame man is jumping up and down and praising the Lord. What did the, the today's church say? Maybe the church say today's church say that silver and gold we have. We have a good building. We have a good facility. We have a good, the best sound system. We have a lot of things. We have a good band. But we don't have the power of the Holy Spirit. What good does it do? What is it? It is very important that we need the power of the Holy Spirit. And the, the Holy Spirit is not for pastors only. It is for us all. For Christians, for the believers, we can experience the Holy Spirit. Even I minister as a pastor in, 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 in Indonesia, there are times that I don't depend on the Holy Spirit until well, I preach, I pray for the sick. But after from the Bible school, I, I, I tell you later about the, my Bible school. Too. And then I forgot that the most important things in the ministry is to depend on the Holy Spirit. In 1993, that's the darkest moment in my pastoral life. In 1993, my senior pastor died on the age of 42 years. He is a well-known evangelist. He is the, the, even the friend of Pastor Steve Murrows. He is one of the greatest evangelists that in Indonesia. He is the first person, he was the first evangelist who preached in the national stadium in front of 150 
thousand people. At that time, I was very, very young. So. And he died on the age of 42, and I have to replace him as a senior pastor. At that time, I, I only that um, 31 years old. And a lot of problems, a lot of problems. I went to, uh, to my Bible school, and I met the dean of the Bible school. I cannot continue my Bible school. So the one who preached today have no degree, theological degree, because I don't finish my thesis. <laughs> I have another degree. My, my degree is PhD, preaching healing deliverance. <laughs> so I told the dean of the Bible school that I cannot continue my thesis because my senior pastor died and I have the responsibility to take care of the church. And the, the dean of the Bible school, I still remember what he said until today. My senior pastor, his name is Jeremiah Rim. And he said, he said to me, Andreas, of course Jeremiah has more experience than you. But you remember one thing. The Holy Spirit in him is not older than the Holy Spirit in you. That's very encouraging. I remember the, those words and, and become this, a strong encouragement in, in my ministry. I will tell you the same things. You have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in the Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, the Holy Spirit in David, Daniel, is not older than the Holy Spirit in you. And when the Holy Spirit is in you, Mighty things can happen. So, the first principle that from the passage we read is the Holy Spirit empowers us to do extraordinary miracles. Acts 19 verse 11, it's, it said, Now God works unusual miracles by the hand of Paul, so that even handkerchief or Aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the disease left them, and evil spirit went out of them. Just can you imagine handkerchiefs can be used by the Holy Spirit to heal people? The, the principle, God can use anything and anybody who is wholly committed to him. Just give room for the Holy Spirit to work in your life, and you will see Great things, unexpected things have happened, extraordinary things happen in our lives. I still remember when, when my senior pastor died in 1993, December 1990. The grieving period is over a year. We have really a blue Christmas. He died on the 17th of December in 1993. And the, and the 25th of December, we have really a blue Christmas. In Christmas time, usually people are just celebrating and joy and experience the joy of the Lord, and all the congregation cry. At that time, we only that 300, 400 people in our church, and everybody cried. It's difficult pastoring a grieving congregation, right? So it's, it's difficult. So when everybody cry, I cry also. So, so the name of our church is MDC. This is Making Disciples for Christ. But at that time, we cannot use the English word 
to for the church. So we call it masa depan cerah. It, it means that the bright future. But at that moment, we cannot see any future. Because our senior pastor, our, my mentor, has gone with the Lord. I was so sad. I don't know what to do. But I remember that word. The Holy Spirit in him is not older than the Holy Spirit in me. I have no choice except depend on the Holy Spirit. January 1994. Prayer meeting. We did a lot of prayers. All night prayers, prayer meetings. The grieving, usually... Uh, church have a lot of problems, have a lot of prayer meetings. So we pray and pray and pray. I still remember one night when we, when we prayed together with all the congregation. The Holy Spirit just forced me to speak to a couple. I don't know. I, I know that couple. And the, the husband have a showroom. He sells cars, used cars. I don't know whether here you can... Same, right? They sell used cars. And, and I know the condition of these gentlemen, these couples. But the Holy Spirit telling me, just tell them. His showroom will become the biggest showroom in the city. I was hesitant to, to just say things like that. You understand what I feel? This young pastors who's... Uh, recently take over the great man of God is telling that you will have a, the biggest showroom. He must be out of his mind. If it is not true, it is not from the Holy Spirit, I, I can be kicked out from the church. But I cannot just stop it. Just, I came and I, I just approached this couple and I said that, God gave me a prophetic words for you. And I said, you can check whether it's true or not. Is there any confirmation in your spirit? So I, I gave a lot of introduction before I just, you know. Just, and then I, I told them, God told me to say to you that your showroom will become the biggest showroom in town. And suddenly they cry. I don't know what it means. How, I just keep silent. Oh my God, my God. Uh, I hope it is true, Lord. I hope it's true. I don't know why they are crying. I know that they have a showroom, but still they rent a, a small place for their showroom. They don't own that showroom. I know that they, they still rent. And when they cried, I said, oh my God. So, I must be wrong. But I want to learn to obey the Holy Spirit. In 10 years' time, in 10 years' time, his small showroom became the biggest showroom in town. And he, he sells every month 100 cars every month. And up till now, it's still the biggest showroom in town. So that, that happens, you know, uh, in... When I believe, when I obey the Holy Spirit, extraordinary things happen. The church growing. I don't have any choice. I cannot preach like Jeremiah Rim in front of the, even 1,000. I, I never, at that time, I only preached in front of 400 people. So. 
But when we believe in the Holy Spirit, extraordinary things happen. Amen? Amen. So give room for the Holy Spirit. I will tell you another story. So there are a lot of stories. So we have difficulty in building the church. At that time, we also built a Christian schools. My mentor, the, the, my senior pastor, he is a well-known, he has a great charisma. Every time he speaks, and then we have a, like a fundraising service, we can collect a lot of money from this because he can preach good sermon. But for me, who am I? So the committee of the building, the building committee said the, the building fund uh, is the... It's empty now, so we need to have a, like a fundraising service. And I said, okay, let's do it. We prepared the envelope. I prepared the sermon about giving. That's what pastors do, right? <laughs> and then uh, we prepare everything. We prepare the atmosphere. We prepare everything. So, so uh, that... Um, that Saturday night before the Sunday service, I went to the church alone and prayed. I, I laid hands on every seat and I prayed, Lord, just move the congregation so, so that they can give. Before I challenged the congregation to give to the Lord for the, for the uh, church works, my wife has I sacrificed, he sell his, her own car and give it to the church so that we can give an example for the congregation so that we don't only challenge people, but we give an example how we give. And this is the right time, Lord. Please move the heart of the congregation so that we can build a Christian schools. When I pray that the Holy Spirit said that, it is not the time yet to have a fundraising service. What? There's no peace in my heart at the time. Lord, we don't have any fund to build uh, the, the, the schools. And uh, just keep saying to me, this is not the right time. I call the other pastor. I'm in the church right now. I'm praying to prepare the fun, fundraising service to, tomorrow. And the Holy Spirit just told me that it's not the time yet. And the other person said, what? We have prepared everything. The, the church news and we have prepared the envelopes. And Oh my God. So, oh, I hope I, I hear the Holy Spirit right. So, okay, okay. Then. They remove all the envelopes quickly as possible. I have to change my sermon topics at the time. So I preached different topics. And then I told the Lord, Lord, what, what must I do now? We don't have any money left we do, to, build, to continue the building the, the, for the Christian schools. At that time, I still remember that I have to fly to Jakarta for a ministry there. So in, in, while ministering in Jakarta, I received a telephone call for a lady. This, I know this is one of my congregation. And I received the telephone calls and said, hello, what can I do for you, ma'am? 
Pastor Andreas, can we talk? And I, I told her, I was, I'm in Jakarta right now. But tonight I will be going home, and tomorrow we, will, we can meet. No, 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 no. I have to talk to you. Um, I'm thinking, uh, do you, uh, in my heart, I, I said, that, do you understand this is a long distance call? If you call me and then you share about your problem, uh, I have to pay all the roamings, right? <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't say like that. So I just, I just said, ma'am, uh, I say politely, ma'am, uh, I still have a lot of ministry here in Jakarta, but, I, but tonight I will be going home. So tomorrow morning, we can talk. No, no, Pastor, please, I need to talk to you now. I have a bad experience with the rooming, you know, because I happen to uh, ministering in U.S., and then uh, there is a couple who fights and nearly got a divorce and called me uh, from Indonesia to U.S., and, and I told just wait a second. I'm, I'm heading to my hotel, and you can call my, in, in my hotel rooms. No, no, no. You, you, you must understand, pastors. Okay, okay, I must understand. And I pay $1,000 for that rooming. When I remember that, oh my God. Ma'am, uh, can, can you just postpone this conversation? And this lady said that, oh, Pastor Andres, I cannot wait. I just, I must tell you this. Okay, okay, okay. What is it? And, and she said, is it about my husband? Oh, oh your husband. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, how? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what about your husband? He got a dream. Oh, my God. He, you want to explain your husband's dream? So, you know... I, I keep counting the time and then how much rooming that I have to pay. What dream, ma'am? What dream? Well, we just bought a new house. Yes, we are. And my husband got a dream. And yes, I, I said politely to and, and then in the dream, my husband hear the voice of the Holy Spirit that you should give this new house to the church. What? Can you just repeat your sentence, ma'am? So, uh, yes. We cannot sleep that night, Pastor Andreas. And we just have the beautiful and new house. And my husband got a dream that this house must be given to the church for to support the, the, the school, the, the Christian school. Oh, um, can you share more? I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no rooming. No, no, no. It's okay. It must be the will of the Holy Spirit. Uh, can you just tell me more? And when I came back to Surabaya, I saw a beautiful new house given to the church for the continuation, for the building, the Christian school. See? It must be the work of the Holy Spirit. When we try to obey the Holy Spirit, difficult things become easy things. Extraordinary things happen. It is not about good preaching. 
The church is not about good program. The church is not about good facility. It is about the work of the Holy Spirit. And it is for you and for me, not only for the pastor. It's for you. If we learn how to obey the, the Holy Spirit, even extraordinary things happen in your life and in my life. Amen? Amen? The second thing is the Holy Spirit empowers believers with an extraordinary authority. This uh, Acts 19, verse 13 to the 16. It is said, then some of the itinerary Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also, there were seven sons of Sheba, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? In 16, the, the man, and then the man in whom the evil spirit was lit on them and overpowered them and prevailed against them so that they fled out uh, that house naked and wounded. Do you know that as a believer we cannot touch or possess by the black magic? Let us read Numbers 23, verse 23. Okay, together. It said that no curse can touch Jacob. No magic has any power against Israel. If you are living in crisis, you cannot be touched by the evil spirit. Because we have authority over all the evil spirit. One day, a young man attending our Sunday service. He is, he is much involved in black magic, witchcraft, and other demonic activity. He is going regularly, week by week, for one month in the church only to try his ability to control people through his black magic. So I, I don't know whether it's in, in Indonesia, not in here. So, yeah. And the, his brother witnessed, and he has a lot of power to control people. Within the distance of 30 meters, he can say that to, to, to that person is move to the right. And that person is moving to the right. Move to the left. And that person is moving to the left. And now he wants to test it in the house of the Lord. In the house of God, in the church. It is explained by his brother, which is his also a faithful member of our church. Then he tried first week, second week, until more than a month. He is not going to the church not to hear the word of God, but to spell on people, including the pastor who preached the gospel, including me and other pastors. But every time he did it, he just could not do it. And at the end, he surrendered. And then he came to me that I cannot stand. And he explained everything. Every time he fell on the pastor who was in the pulpit, every time, he just like, there's, there's, a, the, there's a power from the pulpit that hit him so hard. And he, he seems like paralyzed. Every time he fell on the pastors again, and, there's, and then another power hit him. And then he explained every time the power hits him, it, it seems that, he lost his energy 10% and 10% and until he just could not stand in his own feet. 
There's so much power in the house of the Lord. It must be the power of the Holy Spirit. At the end, he gave his life to Jesus Christ and become the members of Jesus Christ. And he has a burden to start to train people the street dance, the hip-hop dance. It's so good until this team won the Asian competition in hip-hop dance in Singapore and number one. I hope I can bring it next time in Philippines when you conduct the Ignite. A lot of young people, it's, it's so good. But we understand right now that there is a lot of authority in the house of the Lord and a lot of powers. You have to remember and you have to realize that in you there is a great power. We must aware of this, the Holy Spirit power. Why? Because modern people usually say that I'm stressed, I'm, I'm depressed. He or she didn't realize if we grumble or we said things like that behind every grumbles, our grumbles, there is a demonic activity that wants to take out your joy, your peace. True faith is not talking about the problem. True faith is talking to the problems. If we just say, oh, I got depressed. I'm so sad today. So I don't feel happy today. And you keep just talking that, you don't realize that behind those words, there is a lot of demonic activity want to take your joy out of you. One day, the David woke up in the morning and then, there is a spirit of heaviness. And, and he said, he gave a command to his own soul. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. True faith is not talking about the problems. True faith is talking to the problems because you have authority. The last time I came to uh, Alabang and shared about my son, my son has difficulty with his motoric so weak in motoric. My dad is a medical doctor. My mom is a dentist. My young uh, elder brother is a radiologist. When when they saw the the growth of our son, there must be something is wrong with my son. And there is a symptom of the, of autism because he cannot communicate until he's four and five years of age. Then when we check and bring my son to the uh, hospital and they check everything. Yes, they confirm it. There is like a delay in the psychological growth. And my, my wife just cried. Then it's, it's my first son. What people say that is the difficulty became a pastor if you are thin that you lack of faith. But if you are fat, this also prosperous. <laughs> Yeah. If your son's naughty, then, then the daddy is not spiritual. People can say anything about situation like this. But we have a difficult, very difficult situation. Because of we want to strengthen the motoric, the muscles. My wife bring him to the piano lesson to strengthening the, the muscles. He cannot even press the keys. I bought a keyboard for him, for him so easier for, to press. But 
I, when I, after I bought the keyboard, my wife still is helping to my son to press each one of his fingers. We have a very difficult time. But one day there is a prophet from Australia said, said to my wife, you are worried about your son. And he, she just burst into tears and explaining about the condition of our son. And this prophet said, you, he will be okay. <laughs> and, and at that time I was uh, out of town ministering. And he just called me and there's a prophet from Australia. And he said that our son will be okay. Okay, let's believe it. It's the word of the Holy Spirit. Let's believe it. But, but we have to pray also. We're laying hands on him until one year, more than a year. That we, we, we just wait until our, our son just sleep. And, and then after he sleep, we just lay a hand on him. Claiming the, the word of the Holy Spirit. There's a big transformation in his life. To make this story short, where is he now? He's now in Portland State University, taking the classical piano. <laughs> and next year he will graduate. He's now in the Pastor Oscar's church. All of this is the work of the Holy Spirit. The difficult things become uneasy things when we try to obey the Holy Spirit. Right? So, the third point is the Holy Spirit produces extraordinary result. When we read the Acts 19, the name of Jesus was greatly honored, the power of the darkness was exposed and renounced, the word of God spread widely and prevails. So we, we will know that the power of the Holy Spirit enables us to advance his kingdom. That's the, the big theme of this sermon. This is the end of this, the, the sermon is... When we give room for the Holy Spirit to work in our life, the power of the Holy Spirit enables us to ad advance God's kingdom. Every one of us has problems, yes. Any one of you have problems? Who has problems in this room? Just raise your hand. Who has no problems? Just raise your hand. I will pray that you have problems. Because behind every problem, there will be great miracles. Amen. Who has problems in this house? Yeah. Just, just keep, keep, keep your hands, uh, and then you just see. Uh, look around. Look around. You are not the only one who has problems. Uh, but as many as the hands raised, that miracle will happen. Many, many miracles will happen also. Amen. We are called not to deny our problems. We are not called to escape from our problems. We are called to face our problems with the power of the Holy Spirit. And behind our problems, we have to believe that our problem will, will serve, will help to fulfill God's big plan. You have a problem. In the Bible, like Hannah, Hannah has a problem. He has no son. He has no child. And he cried. He prayed in the temple. And then, but... For Hannah, it's just only didn't have any children. But behind, behind Hannah's problems, God has a great plan. His, his plan is bring renewal in Israel. He wants to change the era of judges to the king's era. 
he, he wants to just change the, the atmosphere in Israel. And Hannah's son, Samuel, become the first prophet who anointed the first king in Israel. So for Hannah, he has a problem, the small problems that, yeah, according to her, this is the biggest problem. So he cried and he cried and he cried. He prayed in the temple. But behind her problems, God has a bigger problem, a bigger plan. Your problem will serve or will help to fulfill God's great plan. And if we can just trust the Holy Spirit and obey the Holy Spirit in your life and you just cast all your cares on Him and let the Holy Spirit works and learn to obey the Holy Spirit in you, your problem will become the greatest victory for your life and for the investment of the kingdom of God. Just look to one another. You will be great. Just tell one another next to you, you will be great. God will change your problem into great things, into great miracles. No matter what problem you face, if you surrender to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit work in you and you learn to obey the Holy Spirit, you will experience victory and God's plan will be fulfilled. The kingdom of God will advance through your life and through my life. That's the end of my sermon. I hope you understand what I mean. I love you. If you don't understand, I still love you. No problems. But, but uh, my prophetic word is among these people in here. It is not coincident that you come to this church this morning because the Holy Spirit will work through you performing great miracles. Just so give room for the Holy Spirit and you will see extraordinary things happen in your life for the glory of His name. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.